Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell, me boys, for a hard and weekly pay. Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA. And whether we were born here or born in Italy, in Greece, in Spain, or Ireland, in England, or Fiji. We all of us are workers, united we must stand, until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains And break a couple of concrete pours to back our log of claims So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed Our as labour is a name to make a man feel proud And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang, a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and uh, on Community Radio 3CR every Sunday morning. Good morning, Colin. Good morning, Stringbean. And good morning, Annie, behind the panel. And uh, we've got to say, as usual, it's been a, a big week in the construction industry, and we can't remember half of it. But never mind, I'm sure we will, uh, as we go on, get through quite a bit of material for you. And uh, why don't we start with a perpetual favourite, a perennial, in fact, John Holland. Oh. Eh? <laughs> Muddy John, Dirty John, Reckless John. Dusty Asbestos John. Yep. What else? <laughs> Everything. We'll throw the kitchen sink at it. Yeah, John it's... Holland, this week you have once again covered yourself in shit. Shit. <laughs> um, for, a, for a builder of your size to have so many problems and so many issues, safety issues, on your jobs is just mind-boggling. Indeed it is. And uh, John Holland's out at Ravenhall. Uh, the, the joke goes on and on and on. They were going to take a 418 order out against the union, so-called illegal industrial action, didn't go on with it because the health and safety issues, which are the issue, were such a disaster for John Rollins. They decided, well, maybe they just better deal with the issues. All I can say is when you're a wholly owned subsidiary of the Chinese Communist Party, uh, you're embarrassing of the national interests of China. Absolutely. Hey, <laughs> That's right. They're not concerned about profits then, right? So they, they can have the job on hold for a couple of weeks and no worries. Yeah, so Robert Joyce, uh, you will be sent on a one-way ticket to uh, China and you better answer all the questions. And if you don't uh, 
give satisfactory answers. There is a way the Chinese deal with people who fail. Absolutely. But you would have thought, in all seriousness, these safety issues have been exposed. And you'd reckon they'll lay down, Mazir. You reckon you'd do something about it. And you reckon you wouldn't let it happen again. But this week, again, boom lifts bogged again and again. I mean, wouldn't you do something about it? You Two know? in one day. Two in one day. Wouldn't you do something about it? It's got me beat. And then they're more interested in putting security guards on the job, threatening uh, to sack the uh, health and safety rep, etc., etc. Geez, Robbie, you're supposed to be in charge of industrial relations. You have failed miserably. Chinese Communist Party called you. Connie, you're supposed to be uh, the on-site in-charge person and they're going to be calling you. I tell you what, a lot of one-way trips to China. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> Righto, John Owens have absolutely done themselves a disgrace. But my question, and it's a simple question, with this in mind, why would the state government give them another job? They're cheap and they're nasty. It's two good reasons for a state government, <laughs> except it's supposed to be a Labor state government. Mm, yeah. So what are they doing? It looks like they've given them the uh, next rail project, which is on the Hurstbridge line and uh, part of the level crossing removal project. And uh, John Hollands uh, disgraced themselves on the Frankston line, and now they're going to get another chance to get it right. That won't happen. Geez, Daniel Andrews, mate. It's wonderful that you actually want to take on a reactionary organisation like the CFA, but, brother, it's a bit hard when you're letting bullshit go through to the keeper on safety on government jobs. It's not all about the flashy videos, Dan. That's correct. Anyway, we will move on. Yeah, you and your drones. <laughs> and we should mention, uh, as a matter of seriousness, uh, but without having all the detail at this stage, there was a fatality in Wodonga on Thursday. Uh, a bloke uh, was working in a fabrication yard in Wodonga, a local company, SJ and TA uh, Structural, and uh, we understand that it was one of the yard blokes who are covered by a AMWU agreement. We think... Uh, it's a bit hard to know yet because the details have been uh, suppressed. That The person was a 33-year-old employee of the company. We understand he's one of the yard blokes, one of the fabrication crew. And uh, we have, a, of, of course, a, an EBA with the erection crew, but uh, we understand it's in the yard. But there was a considerable amount of confusion yesterday. It looks like he was crushed to death when they were trying to uh, move uh, some materials, which were on racks. So we'll just uh, let you know that that's happened. It's too easy for these things to happen, unfortunately. We will report in due course with some further details on that fatality. On a, as we're on uh, less of a cheerful note at this stage of the show, we should also mention the passing of a couple of people. One, Sue Mekaliff. Sue was uh, a member of ours for quite a number of years, been a delegate for the union on, on a number of occasions. I think Sue's last job was at uh, North Melbourne Station Redevelopment. Uh, she died having lost a fight with cancer after a few years. So to all Sue's friends and family and workmates over the years, 
uh, our sympathy and condolences. And uh, unfortunately, another decent person has gone far too early. Sue was only in her 40s and uh, she succumbed to cancer. The other one we should mention, of course, is Ray Collins. Now, Ray Collins was the secretary of the BWIU during deregistration back in the 80s. Uh, Ray uh, obviously uh, took one side in that argument. I, for one, was on the other side of that argument. But I'll say this for Ray. He was a gentleman. He was not an ideologue. He uh, was put in a position by the BWIU leadership in Sydney. He carried out his obligations as an elected official of the BWIU, but it was never personal with Ray, and he maintained till the end a great relationship with a lot of people who were BLs as opposed to the Carpenters Union that the BWIU was. Ray passed away at 95 years of age after a lifetime of service. He uh, served his country in the Second World War. He uh, was a steward. He was chairman, I think, if I remember correctly, chairman of the shop committee on the original APM uh, site out at Fairfield, which is now in the process of getting demolished all these years later, probably 60 years later. But Ray, Norm Gallagher, a number of other people worked on that job. And Ray went on and did uh, good service for his members over the years. It's unfortunate we all got caught up in the politics of uh, the Hawke and Kane governments in the uh, 1980s. But anyway, Vale Ray Collins, he uh, did himself a treat. Righto. We're going to mention Ray. We should also mention just quickly the Camo dinner is coming up. It is on the 27th. If you are looking to book a table, you better get it by this Wednesday because it's at Flemington this year on Saturday the 27th and you need to get your t table quick because won't be any extra tables after Wednesday. Indeed, and there uh, the tables are flying out the door, so uh, you better get yourself organised and get into the office and uh, organise your table. Indeed, and it's a fundraiser that's raised a, uh, a lot of money uh, this year, as it has every year, and it's gone to uh, assisting those with brain tumours and uh, also their families, and also money that's gone to uh, various schools to help uh, disadvantaged kids uh, with a bit of money that gets them a little bit further in their education. Yep. Righto, we might cut to a, a track. And uh, look at Robert Johnson. Ooh, Sweet Home Chicago.
you from there to the Monsai way. Somebody will tell me that you need my help someday, crying. Hey, hey, baby, don't you want to go? Hey, to the land of California, to my sweet home, Chicago. Robert Johnson, Sweet Home Chicago. Now, that was cool. That, that was, was cool, Warren. That yeah, was cool. Yeah. Now, EBAs. Just quickly, there is uh, a whole lot of things happening. There's a whole lot of things not happening in relation to EBAs. There's a lot of shit being talked still by people that the uh, EBA, which is being renewed at the moment, is not code compliant. Yes, it's not code compliant with a 14 code that doesn't exist. It's compliant with a 13 code that does exist. Yeah. And every builder who has gone in for code assessment, every one of them has walked away with a letter from our good friend Nigel Hatchkiss saying, yes, it is code compliant. Now, what happens in the future? Who knows? The future is unwritten at this stage, but we have a code, which is the 13 code. The agreement is compliant with the 13 code. And if anyone seriously thinks that Michaela Cash is going to make the so-called 14 code retrospective, if it ever gets passed, well, she's going to be creating some mayhem for a whole lot of the biggest builders in the country. The multiplexes, L.U. Simons, ProBuilds, all these people are all going to be going off their heads if they cop retrospectivity. So, folks... Don't think it's going to happen. If your boss hasn't got an EBA, if he's not paying you all the bells and whistles, not just a, a wage increase, but all the bells and whistles, all the protections that are there, all the things that are there to stop the sham contracting and all the rest of it, then you start putting the pressure on your boss and start geeing up and getting your organiser down on the job and uh, let's start dealing with this issue. Because there's been a few people, like Green Constructions, who have been a bit slow off the mark. We had to take them to Fair Work. We've now been given a direction, an order, by Fair Work to issue notices of reps' rights. In other words, that you want the union to negotiate on your behalf. And that was unanimous among the Kane workforce. Now they have to sit down and negotiate. If they don't negotiate properly then it's protected action time. Oh, roll on protected action. We've been talking about it for a while, and yep. I reckon this will be the first cab off the rank. It and is. aren't the blokes excited? They'll get their bargaining representational rights notice in the next week or so. They are uh, chafing at the bit. Next week. Next week. Well, they are, they're frothing at the bit. They really are. <laughs> I've never seen such excitement in my life. Hey, working for Canes is not exactly the best job in town. Indeed. But when you treat people like shit, the job could get a lot worse. A lot shittier. A lot shittier. And we just mention, because it'll come up in Scallywags, that uh, Kane's got a uh, an award oh. from the MBA. Surprise, surprise. I think, it was, I think it was actually something to do with building as opposed to being seen to carry out the uh, MBA IR policy. But anyway, they got an award and... Uh, Tony, we're going to be mentioning you in Scallywags because you had too much to say. Yep. Righto. Moving right along. 
Who else is having too much to say? Oh, there's a few out there. The scabs down at CUB. Really? Oh, yes. They had a visit this week. Yes. The rat turned the rat. up. The rat turned up. I don't know where the rat came from. He went missing for a while, but he's, he's crawled out of the gutter to join the scabs. And yeah. uh, away they go. They've been having a bit of a whinge, haven't they? They've been whinging big time that they are being bullied. Now, bullying is, like a lot of things, a matter which should be taken seriously. But when you use it to interfere with people's democratic right to protest against action by a boss which has affected your employment, then I would have thought that is not a matter of bullying. That is a matter of industrial relations. Now, apparently in this politically correct world, you can't call a bloke a scab, even though he might be a scab. You can't call him anything. You're not allowed to communicate with him. You're only allowed to have silent protests and no signs. Well, the rats turned up down there and now they're all off to uh, fair work and having their names suppressed for fear of violence and all this bullshit uh, and seeking orders against the protesters uh, about the fact that they are protesting against the loss of their jobs and the breakdown of conditions at CUB. Well, the world has been turned upside down by this politically correct bullshit, but a scab is a scab. It's a scab. never changed. <laughs> so, and folks, there's going to be more of this. I would have thought the, uh, the industrial relations policy of uh, CUB would be deemed more like bullying than uh, a couple of blokes standing out the front gate uh, exercising their democratic right. Well, that's a reasonable observation, but why would that affect Gary Woodburn's view of the world? Good on you, Gary Cockburn. Good on you. The old Gary, he's, um, he turned up the other day. Did he? Yeah. Oh, he did too, he on did four too. wheels. He turned up on four wheels. <laughs> oink, oink. Oink, oink. Yes, and then And then fell over. <laughs> then fell over. In the gutter, of all places. Yes, Gary turned up to have a talk with the, uh, the protesters down at CUB. Uh, the fact that he looked like a pig on four wheels, uh, well, uh, you know. There's got to be a little bit of humour even in industrial relations. That's right. That's what keeps all the boys happy on the picket. Bit, bit of a warning shot for this Gary and the CUB coming out of Tasmania, actually. The the guys down at Cascade are taking on some of the, the Melbourne lines because uh, the production has slowed significantly, funnily enough, since uh, they sacked all their experienced maintenance people. But... Um, uh, the CUB people down at Cascade Brewery are up for an EBA in a few weeks. So if this dispute drags on, if they reckon they can rely on production in Tasmania to prop things up, they might want to think again in a few weeks' time. Mm, indeed. Indeed. It's all happening in Tasmania. And the grand final is not far away. Oh! <laughs> there you go. Craft beer all the way around. Oh, the, cra the craft beer industry in Melbourne must be absolutely booming at the moment. Yeah, get, get your Brunswick bitter. <laughs> right, oh, here we go. We should uh, also mention, uh, before we go to Scallywag, because we've got a particularly long line, the branch meeting is on this Wednesday night, 5 o'clock at Trades Hall. So just a reminder to everyone, uh, it's an opportunity to turn up and uh, hear reports and discuss the affairs of the union and the industry. Scallywags. Da-da-da-da. 
You've got a long we'll list start, of them there. Why don't we start with A? Andy. Andy. Asker. House flipper extraordinaire. Goodbye. Yeah. So long. And I just wonder where he's going to end up next. It'll be a rung down for sure. He started, well, with a tier one, tier two. <laughs> you only got two eyes. Can you have tier three tiers? I don't yes, know. Yes, you can, you can go down to tier three. Anyway, Andy Asker, Andy Union, absolute, uh, the opposite of a gentleman. Our good friend Andy has been uh, terminated by Buxton. See you later, Andy. Had hard luck. See you next time round. Hooroo. Now, on behalf of uh, all of us, uh, we unanimous nomination for John Hollands. <laughs> yes, indeed, John Hollands, the fully owned subsidiary of the uh, Chinese government, and therefore I say the Chinese Communist Party. There's no, uh, no second chances with them, uh, John Hollands. Robbie Joyce, you better pull your... Pull the rabbit out of the hat and get the problem solved. Now, another one that uh, deserves a bit of a whack is uh, Leighton, or as they are now known, CPB. CPB, they don't even know what it stands for. They variously called carrots, potatoes and beans. I would have thought maybe Communist Party Builder. No, they're owned by the Spaniards. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about. That's right. No, 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 no. That, that would have gone well with John Hollands, but no, uh, Simic own uh, Leighton's now, and uh, it's called CPB. There's a few variations of what CPB means, but we won't talk about that. All we can say is <clears throat> they are big on the code. Got to comply with the code. Well, they're getting nominated because they've got a whole lot of grubby subbies they've brought to their various jobs who are not code compliant, who are in breach of their agreements, who are not doing what is required under taxation laws and uh, superannuation laws and all sorts of other things, and uh, they certainly don't comply with the requirements of health and safety. So, Leighton's are getting nominated. Oh, HMC, Harris, HMC... Boris Till, I went to this job and I actually thought I'd be. I come to the tip. I thought I've got. I'm at the wrong place. I thought this is a, this is a tip. Sure enough, no, it was a building site. It was the, one of the most disgraceful places I've been in a long time. Fair enough, they've had a lot of bad weather and it's in a situation where the water doesn't run off and there's a creek at the back which is flooded and all the rest of it. So a lot of water and mud, but not much effort to clean up. No effort at all. Um, Pretty ordinary. So fair bit of rectification has gone on there this week to uh, bring that joint up to uh, some sort of semblance of uh, normality. <laughs> Nothing normal about HMC. Uh, Righto. Just a couple of little uh, slaps on the way through. Major scaffolding. After all these years, nothing has changed. Paying cash, not paying the tax... All the rest of the bullshit that's gone on, absolute disgrace, embarrassed your client, embarrassed the builder. All they want to be is code compliant, and guess what, Ian, you've done it again. Yeah, you're not. You're not code <laughs> yeah, compliant. That's right. Oh, yeah, this is, this is a good one here. RigCon. Oh, hello, Doug. Hello, Doug. The mercenary. You will work for anyone at any time. But breaking into a job on a Sunday afternoon to pull half a crane down, 
very, very ordinary, and it will not be forgotten. Dougie. Dougie. Now, we've got to mention the uh, CUB uh, alternate workforce. Alternate workforce. Oh, you mean the scabs. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. Yes, well, I'm going to nominate them, uh, but also I'm going to nominate them for the award for Suki Suki Lala. Yep. Oh, we, we've been called names. Oh, dear. The fact that a few of those people look like they've been ringing up some of the protesters, ETU officials are making threats uh, against families and so on, your Suki Lala is a bit hard to take. Yep. Now, Cockrums. Yes. Yes. Been up to no good again. Up to no good. H&Y at the Iron Ear Hospital. Once again. A disgrace that just keeps giving. All these MBA builders, hopeless with health and safety. Hopeless. Indeed. And uh, Roquez is a precaster from Shepparton who owe over a quarter of a million dollars in super, over $400,000 all up. I think, to all the funds, built themselves a nice factory, can go broke at any stage and keep the factory. That's the way I'm looking at it. So Ray cares if they're supplying stuff to your job. It's an absolute disgrace up there. And last but not least, Tony Isaac. Made a bit of a speech at the MBA Awards. And you'd think he was there to receive an award for IR. Really? Yes, instead of building a building. No, the old Tony had a lot to say, embarrassed everybody, including people from his own company, and uh, basically outlined the view of Kane Constructions, which is stick it up the union, stick it up their employees, stick it up everyone because we're the best and we love the Turnbull government and all their anti-union legislation because we are ideologues and we love the MBA line. Even the MBA's a bit embarrassed, I'm told. Oh, well, scallywag of the week, old Uncle Tony. He is the longest surviving director of um, Keynes, and that's why. Well, there you go. Righto, so we're all going for Tony. Tony, 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 the pony. Wins, Tony wins it. Tony, Tony Isaac from Keynes. And I'm looking forward to protected action with you, Tony, in a couple of weeks. Righto, Tony is the winner. We're going to go out the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare, dare to win. win. If you don't fight, you, you lose. lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang. And we're going to go out with Gregory Isaacs. What, an, what a, a choice. Rough neck. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.